now for our feature presentation. Welcome to Wonder Talk 2 presented by Wonder Sola Podcast. Hosted as usual by, Bearded Buddha. Today's co-host and special guest is straight out of Alaska, Moose. On episode 26 of the podcast, Bearded Buddha and Moose will discuss a wide range of topics from Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, podcast in general, video games, libraries, learning, fantasy football, and so much more. Enjoy! To Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring topics ranging from anywhere from geek culture, gaming, movies and television, music, sports, and of course, life's passions and experiences. Wonder Soul is created and hosted by me, Bearded Buddha. This is episode number 26, Wonder Talk Part 2. Because you were right before we were, we were recording, we're talking about like YouTube and stuff a little bit, and you know, uh, YouTubers have been complaining about YouTube burnout, like that they've just been stressed out, really trying to put video after video because the algorithm of YouTube has become so crazy that they they really can't like not take a break because dude, just understanding that algorithm is a full time job. What what do you think that are they just making that up as they go, or is that just something that they're like? wait oh we can't give everybody money for just posting some videos <laughs> on youtube we gotta like find a way to like you know narrow this well, down yeah well as far as the trending that's constantly morphing i mean it's just like a google search engine hmm. popularity is based off what people look for and how much time people watch that thing yeah. um like they, they, I know they calculate viewer retention. It's basically when someone watches a video, what's the average watch time? And it doesn't care how long the video is. It just wants to see how what your average watch time is. Um, and then there's another factor to it, which is replay value. So, like you'll see videos on current events, which they're popular and then they're gone, right? Yeah. Like, say someone gets 10 million views on something in one day, might get another 2 million views the rest of the year, and then it's done. Like, it's never going to get more views. And then there's yeah, someone that was like puts a video that gets 100,000 views. Like, if you, if you wanted to see it, you saw it, and that was because it was because of something trending or something popular, or, you know. Yeah, and moment. it has a one-time value. Yeah, um, like there's not much use for it later on down the road. Yeah, but then you see people, they'll put out something, and it's a slow burner, like a how-to video. Mm. Like, you'll get a 100,000 views first month, and the next month, and the next month, for the next 10 years. I mean, there'll be spikes and valleys in there, but like as re so people keep coming back to it, because the same person 
or a different person is going to be coming and trying to figure out how to do the exact same thing five years down the road. Which is like, it's, it's, cause I'll tell you like through this whole podcast learning experience, I mean, I've had to rely on a lot of those videos and I'm pretty sure everybody, and I'm pretty sure you can give examples of things that you've like gone on YouTube to go, how do I do this? And oh yeah, watch, for sure. <laughs> you and know? you'd be amazed at the like most random off the wall things that you can find a how to tutorial on. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's, it's so wild, but it's so cool because never in my life. Like when I was in school, like in high school and some of college, like I never really had that, I don't want to say that, but kind of like an addiction to learning. Like I guess because now it's so easy and because like you said, think of just something completely random, type it up there. Somebody made a video or a, a blog post or something to go, hey, this is how you do this or, you know blah 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 answering so many you know different questions or you know just learning things now is so much easier than it's ever been because of all the information out there and um everybody there's somebody at least there's at least one person an they're an expert in like something you know they have enough knowledge where they can at least pass it on and if they put forth the energy and effort and they, you know, get a webcam or uh, some cheap camera or whatever, and they just film themselves and just say, hey, this is how you do this. Boom, boom, boom. All right. It's like three minute video. Boom. Like you said, man, like this fast forward three, five years, not even that. And you'll see like, boom, that that went from probably like a couple hundred, maybe even a couple thousand to almost like millions. It, it can really get like that big depending on what it is. But I think it just shows like the curiosity of so many people now, you know, like, which is like cool because for a minute there it was like, oh man, we got the internet, we got all this information, we got all this, you know, access to things. uh, And it's pretty easy to gain that access, but we were kind of using it for, in a way, like some stupid stuff that wasn't really going to benefit you as much you know i mean there's stuff where you know everybody wants to like take a load off and do something mindless or watch something mindless and that's you know that's that's totally cool but it was just it was cool that people have started to go like yo you tell me i can learn piano you're telling me i can learn how to do this and i can do that and i can make this and like this whole craze now of like diys you know is wild with like things like Pinterest and like Etsy and different things like that, that are people are like going online and seeing how they make that. Then they go and get the supplies, they make it, they sell it. Now they almost have their own little side gig, you know? And it's just, yeah. you wouldn't really have an, a, a way to do that a couple of years ago. And by a couple of years ago, I mean like maybe before the internet, cause you would have to know uh, somebody, right? Yeah. or go to the library and get a book um yeah man i i went to my library the other day and um it's pretty outdated i mean i appreciate it i i get as many books as i can but i mean it's it's not like it could have been and what it was i mean they have computers in there people go in there and they you know because i mean people don't really people do on a public computer exactly right and people people but you know people don't realize man like there's still a lot of people that don't have internet access and you know i i've i know a couple friends who kind of live in the country 
and their internet is trash. Oh um, yeah, for sure. I have friends like that. Like they can't play, uh, like they can't game online unless they hotspot off their phone. Yo, man, and that's that's like just enough to get them online. But like I, I I've had people who go, well, there's an update, man. I'll see you guys in like three days. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> they have like one megabit download yeah yeah and you know man you know how often these games update nowadays it's i know like, it's nuts like you buy a disc and that's like between 20 and 40 gigs depending on how many discs it is and then you have to download like a 50 gig update i've like, I've, I've i've lost faith in games <laughs> it's not it's not that i've lost faith man it's like i i I tell the guys that i play playstation with uh, i was like dude my playstation 4 has become a free-to-play machine like i literally play more free-to-play games than actual like triple a titles or anything like that like i i I recently rented um spider-man from the red box um and it was it was awesome i didn't finish it because yeah i heard it's amazing dude it's it's wild man but i mean like when you're when you're playing and getting so much out of free-to-play games it's really hard to drop 60 bucks on day one for a game anymore you you gotta really want that game and think like i'm gonna get a lot out of it so when it's a story mode one player title you're you you know and you're telling yourself yeah there might be dlc but I'm more than likely going to beat this game and not really pick it up. Yeah. That's like, I haven't bought a sports game since I think I have Madden 16. So three years because they come out the August before. So yeah, that was the last time I bought a sports game. <laughs> we, we need, we need more of that in this world. Cause I'll tell you, dude, Madden needs to go away. Well, you know what they need to do is take, the method that everyone else is taking and just release a game called Madden and update it with rosters every year. So we need to maybe? we need to march over to <laughs> EA's headquarters and tell them. Yeah, Have dude, they, they realize they, they can make more money by just selling like cleats and stuff, <laughs> like in-game I, content. You would think. You would think, man. There's got to be somebody. I think they're either waiting till the next generation, because I I don't know. There's even been rumors that. The next like consoles are gonna be like yeah no more disc. You're either gonna like stream the game or you're gonna get it digitally. We're not gonna. That do will that. alienate so many people. Oh yeah. Oh it, it already. It was. Uh, remember when the Xbox One got announced and they were saying oh yeah it's gotta be you on like, all share the discs. <laughs> yeah and people were flipping out man. They're like what? Because you know why they're doing that? They're trying to kick GameStop to the curb. It's like yo we're tired of y'all. Yeah, they're they're trying to cut out the middleman. Well, GameStop's probably gonna go out of business sooner than later. Oh yeah, it'll it'll follow Blockbuster not too far behind. And I, I you know, like I don't know how because I know we're jumping everywhere now, dude. I, <laughs> let me let me reel back because I want I wanted to touch up on that Madden thing because. Yo, I don't Actually, know if you can saw I, it. Can I go back even farther than that really Yo, quick? Go back even further. I'm going to write, write down, down what you were going to say. Madden <laughs> and then GameStop. Go ahead, though. I got you. Libraries. Oh, God, bro. All right, yeah. <laughs> that was only like two minutes ago. Um, so, yeah, libraries. So I have one plug to make if I make one on this. Go for so it. So have you ever heard of lynda.com? Mm, no. 
Okay, so I can't. I think LinkedIn owns it, and I think Microsoft owns LinkedIn, if I remember right. But anyways, it's a video platform, and it has professional instructors on there that teach you how to do stuff, like they're pro for professional coursework. Um, like IT certifications or how to use Excel, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, you can pay for Lynda.com and it's like $30 a month, which is insane. <laughs> but if you go get a public library card, it's free. No. Yeah. Like for uh, anyone, we just anywhere? found this out at work and like our entire IT staff, like 25 people went and got library cards. <laughs> What is that? Is that like countrywide, or is uh, that I think your library your has to participate. But, oh, but everyone I've looked up in the state here does. So, man, because I mean, yeah, but yeah, that's a cool. That's a cool tidbit because uh, some of the content on there is ridiculously good. Like you have profession, like actual professors doing these video courses. Yo, let me, let me, cause I, I the, sorry, I'm getting my thoughts together. Okay. <laughs> but that's One, my plug of the day. <laughs> that Well, that's a good plug, man. I think that's really cool. And I'm going to check that out too, because I know that there's other services like that, but none of them are like, have that benefit. If, you know, if, if, if what you're saying affects like that, the area that people who listen to this live in, like, if, you know, cause I did something like, oh man, what was it? Like Khan Academy or something like that. There's a couple of them like out there that are like, yeah, you know, join our uh, online service and take free classes and, you know, learn how to do this and that. And um, it just was, it wasn't, it felt like it was just made by just regular degular people, which is, it's cool, right? But I mean, I'd rather get that kind of information and be taught by someone who I feel like is like more certified to like really teach what, you know, what, cause it, it, by the sounds of it, you're saying like, like there's some like professional or, you know, uh, professor types that are doing that. And if it's free, dude, I mean, okay. All right. Let me drop this real quick. All right. So if it's free and what do you think that does to like, when they when people go you need to further your education what do, most people think like oh i need to go to college right you know i need to do that mm -hmm. but like now you have things like this like this service and this site which i'm sure will catch on and if there are other ones out there they're going to be like dang we can't compete with that we need to do something let's talk to our like <laughs> let's talk yeah. to somebody but you know what's that going to do to like to me, over the last couple of years, man, I've, I've, I've self-taught myself a lot of things that I know, I know I get it. You know, there's nothing that can beat like an actual college education and stuff like that. You know, I know that you need some training and different things that you can't just like get at home on your own. I, I understand that. And it's, it's, I'm not trying to like argue that, but I'm just saying that that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about when it comes down to like, we have all this information and these services that are out there that, you know, I know that Elon was talking about something that I'm going to ask you about a little bit later. Uh, I keep teasing that, but, um, 
about, you know, we're going to all become like, if we use the internet right, like our potential of learning and just like knowledge, it's going to be crazy, man. People are going to know how to do so many different things. Like where it used to be like 20 years ago or so, you knew like one thing. You had one trait. Well, and it's like, think to like our fathers and grandfathers, like a handful of them were known as jack of all trades, right? Yeah. And to qualify for that, you'd have to like be a carpenter and a mechanic, which like you mean, like it only took like three things to qualify for that, you know, 20 years ago. Now to be a jack of all trades, like, well, if you don't know anything, like if you're not technologically sound like if you don't know how to use your phone or computer that automatically disqualifies you it seems like Um, (laughs) because that's where we access all of our information but like just the expectation is so much higher for the average person that used to be because of the access we have that's a good point that's like uh, i forgot who said this but it was like you know i want to get places faster so that person grabs a helicopter right they're getting places faster right but now people are expecting them to get places faster yeah and then what and then what do you do once everybody's at that same speed and then you have to like go even faster and it, it's it is crazy how there's so much out there now and we are taking so much in and uh, and i would say that if if done right, a lot of people have been using the internet and all these like different services, like you mentioned, um, to better themselves, they're, they're, they're to fuel uh, their curiosity and to go, you know, hey, I may not have time or money to go to school for this or to learn this or there's nobody in my area that can teach me this. Now they can get on the internet, get on their smartphones, maybe download an app, maybe sign up for a service and who knows it could be free like that one that you were mentioning and boom you know like all it takes then is their time their focus and concentration and then whatever they've been wanting to do and, and learn about they can they can do it now it's not like this like secret like it, it like it used to be that you really had to like go out of your way to discover and give up a lot more than you have to now like 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 we we're just talking about dude i mean Let's say something happens with your plumbing. Instead of you like freaking out and maybe, you know, you knew somebody uh, like in your neighborhood that could do something with plumbing or you just go through your, oh gosh, I don't know when's the last time I used like a phone book or something, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, like you went through and you're like, oh, I need to call a plumber, you know? Those things you immediately recycle. (laughs) Yeah, man. When they, when they land on my doorstep, I'm just like, this is trash. I don't You're just wasting paper. I wish y'all would stop making these because you're wasting paper. a paper doorstop, but. Dang. Well, there you go. That's a way to recycle and be clever when, (laughs) when it comes to using (laughs) these useless pounds of books. Well, they've gotten pretty small actually, but all right, but that's off the topic. All right. But I'm talking about like, um, you, you could literally go on YouTube look up like a quick video maybe and it, i mean just seeing somebody do something doesn't mean that you're gonna like it's like science fiction movies where like the cyborg or alien puts their hand on a book and like beep, 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 and like absorbs and reads the whole book it's like i know how to fix this plumbing now it's like i know it's not like that um mm-hmm. but there's still like you can people like oh i need to change my old, my own oil i'll just pull up a youtube video i'll go out and buy the things that this person's telling me to get 
and then I'll just step by step I'll do it and then I'll pause it I'll, I'll make sure everything looks the same okay cool Take you know pictures it's just before you start yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> I mean because if made, you don't made, man, I've made that mistake more than once oh have you more than once oh, yeah come on, moose come on man. well when you when you're like oh this is too easy I'll remember that and then you get distracted halfway through and come back to it an hour later like Damn. Damn. I'm lost now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm not a, yeah, yeah. So definitely take pictures, people out there. Make sure to. No matter how it's, simple it is, take pictures. Yeah, because you get caught up. I mean, it's, it, it might be like, like you said, it might be simple, man. But I mean, especially if okay. it's something you've never really done, you're like. Just got too many inputs, too many distractions. <laughs> yeah, man. Gosh, man. Yeah, so, uh, dang, dude. All right, do you want to get back on Madden real quick? Cause oh yeah, right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and knock, knock them off their pedestal real quick. So Madden, man, I think you're right, dude. I think it needs to be like a game, uh, like a service. Like you buy like a, almost like WoW could be right. It would be like an online game, in a way where you would update it, update rosters, get different like equipment and add-ons. You could buy, quote unquote, cosmetics. Like, oh, I want those new Nike cleats, or I want those new helmets that they just I, came I out with. I think it should be a flat rate to buy the game. Okay, okay. I think what? roster updates should be free. What if they took roster updates and they like treated it like other games treat DLC? And there's, like, seasonal. Like, uh, oh, there's a spring roster update. You need to get the ultimate edition so you don't It would kill online them. gaming. Because your rosters wouldn't match. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, yeah. you need the rosters to be updated before you can play online and stuff. Yeah, but, but do- they could have, like, Jerry Rice as a DLC. Yo, there you go. Yeah, grab some Hall of Famers, throw them like, in Like, if there. you wanted to have Jerry Rice and T.O. and Ocho Cinco on the Patriots right now. That would be pretty crazy. <laughs> we, we, we could probably use them because we are... Falling apart at the seams. I don't know why they're not doing more, but hey, we will, yeah, we will like, get into. There's a market. There's so many options. They could sell custom cleats. They could sell custom jerseys, limited edition ones. Um, they could do like Pro Bowl uh, content. They could sell. They could yeah. There's every. There's unlimited options. Now I know that I remember one night you messaged me and you're like, dude, I'm checking out this Fortnite. I don't really get it. <laughs> yeah. But 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 there look that that's a free to play game and they're yeah. making so much money. I mean, well, it must I, I get that people enjoy it, but it was just it doesn't do any one thing well. I I I, I you know, nobody's it ever really does said a that. lot of different game types. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've never heard anybody really put it like that. And now that you've mentioned that, I I, I think you have a good point because yeah. it, it does try to incorporate a lot of different like features as far as like building, and then you got the battle royale, and then you got shooting, and all this yeah. different stuff. But like you said, it's not like it's really good at one thing, and uh, therefore you're just kind of yeah. what I would I tell my friends. I'm like, well, it's a free to play game, like you know. Yeah. It's that's free. A, that's a totally draw. I mean, but that's the thing, dude. Like, if you're okay, moose. It, well, and it was the first one, so it has the most people. There, 
exactly it set the tone but like i'm saying like if if you were like the ceo of ea or one of these big gaming companies i mean what are you thinking seeing all these free-to-play games making all the money that they are and it's 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 like i said at least for me personally my opinion is that it's made me because i look at the amount of time that i've spent on a game that i never spent a dime now that's actually not a true statement i have spent a little bit of money on some of these games uh but i haven't spent 60 60 bucks bucks. exactly so what do you do how how are you how do you compete with that do you go okay yeah because of this madden's no longer going to be like um a yearly thing you buy it one time and then you know that's i I wouldn't say that's really it i think every year they would have like some kind of like half price dlc update major update maybe Mm -hmm. um just because to cut their losses even though i think they're going to make more money by doing it where you're like you're talking about like cosmetics adding different things like that maybe even some uh hall of fame players like packs like that right mm-hmm. but i mean what kind of business decision are you forced to make do you just ride it out and go well this is just a phase all these free-to-play games <laughs> they're just gonna go away i don't think they do uh, yeah they don't they don't man i think people are just so conditioned and used to them now because they have them on their phones they're so used to getting things for free and getting things out of it. And, and you, come on, man. Everybody loves something free, you know? Mm-hmm. And and now it's free, but they're getting updates. They're taking all that money that they're making and they are actually putting it back into the game to add features, to add content. So it's not like they're just taking people's money and running and go, all right, have fun with Fortnite, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually adding um, stuff to it. So. Yeah. I mean, free-to-play games have always reminded me of, like, it's marketing, essentially. Like, Mm. by giving your game away from free, you're getting people in the door. And then they're window shopping. They're in your store, they're seeing your product. The more people you can get in the door, the better chance you have of selling your product. That's, uh... Rather than charging them to get in the door in the first place. Well, it's like the other day my friends were... Kind of the economies of scale. Just the more people you have there, you have a better chance of selling product. Yeah, because you you already have them there. You already have their interests. You probably already have their card on file. You know what I'm saying? So. Whereas if I pay 60 bucks for Matt... Well, let's use Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a good example. If I pay 60 bucks for Call of Duty, I do not want to pay another 20 bucks for it map pack like a four map mm-hmm. expansion pack mm-hmm. if the game was free i might maybe and see they would probably make more money that way right yeah i mean you would think yeah, yeah and people aren't spending that initial 60 but they're gonna spend that let's say like that 20 or so for that just for the dlc right and then you implement things inside that base game that yeah. if you if, if you I were want, willing to some gold camo on my gun it's only 99 cents it's only 99 cents it's only 99 cents man (laughs) i know it's but okay this is apparently that's not a dollar i think this would be an interesting (laughs) topic so because i want to get your take on a couple things with this one and i'm gonna i'm gonna list them and then we can just like shoot them down okay loot boxes okay and then two we grew up in a different time 
when it came to gaming. I mean, we're not like old heads or anything. I'm saying that we didn't have our debit cards on our, you know, our N64s on our PlayStation 2s and even just until like probably the end of the 360 PlayStation 3 days, right? That's when online started blowing up and things like that, right? So we are, we're used to a couple things, right? We're used to buying something that's finished, whether it's good or not, (laughs) whether it's broken or, or perfect it is what it is you know nowadays we get games that are like maybe not even close to being finished but they go out early access or they just update them and we're also given games that are tempting you like imagine if you were a kid nowadays how much temptation there would be to like always have like the latest and greatest gun skin or this or that you know and and i just feel like that's and it's so easy because the card information is already there you press x x x boom you're done you got it you're not even seeing that money go you know that's kind of a weird thing right because i think kids won't they don't think of it because they don't know anything different so like so where do you stand on that like where do you stand on like the microtransactions like the loot box stuff and just kind of like what games are now like are you okay with them or is it something that you think needs to be like you know changed i'm okay with it as long as it's executed properly like as long as you can get the same stuff by playing the game i'm okay with it so like not like pay to win quote unquote like yeah exactly like I don't care. Like, I honestly don't care if someone can pay to win. Um, well, I take that back. Most games I play, you can't pay to win. Um, yeah, right. Like uh, the you stuff play... you pay for is all customization stuff, things like that. Because um, you you play Siege, and there's like little packs that you get in that, and you get like weapon skins, or you can get uh, other other characters in that game, but you're not gonna get an advantage when you're playing that game you might have a character that's not free and may have some cool abilities right but that doesn't really necessarily mean that you're at an advantage you know it's definitely a team based game yeah there's nothing that you can buy that will help you win the game but like okay so if you're i i because i feel you on that i'm i'm all about cosmetics like if that's what you want to do cool yeah. Um, as long as it doesn't like break the game when it like you know oh I got a skin that gives me like plus two this or you know but yeah. what do you think about the whole randomness like the slot machine aspect of it like you're not guaranteed anything <laughs> you're just kind of like getting an opportunity to maybe get something like how do you feel about that oh that's just buying it that's just taking advantage of people's gambling tendencies yeah exactly (laughs) but like is that if that's cool if that's fun for them that's cool i guess but okay let's let's think ahead now is that is that producing some bad habits for kids in a way like probably but if i had a kid that was gaming my credit card wouldn't be on there oh no dude not even close i would go buy the prepaid cards like we used to do for xbox live Yo, when I was uh, I was working at GameStop that one time, 
And if they sit there and they're like, hey, I want to get this skin, like, you can earn it or you can save up your money, go to the store, buy some points, <laughs> yeah. and load that card on there yourself. <laughs> well, and you're right. You, you bring up a pretty good point, man. You're talking about, like, you can earn it. Like, a lot of these games might take you a long time but they they try to at least implement it like well if you really want to grind and go through all this like you know stuff and do all these challenges or whatnot you could probably get the things that you want or if you're yeah, impatient, if you have like a thousand hours <laughs> invested yo, in the game yeah that's kind of what happened with what star wars battlefront 2 when all the numbers came out where people were saying like oh it would take you like a ridiculous amount of hours to get all like the the characters or you could just drop this amount of money and and they people just lost their minds man they just freaked out yeah it, like how much is your time worth kind of thing yeah yeah because i think they pulled that from mobile games you know where you'll play a mobile game and it's like oh you're all out of lives today i guess you know you could drop like 99 cents and we'll refill your bar or you can just wait 12 hours and you're like 12 hours man what you mean like that's real time 12 hours are we like talking about a different time i guess not yeah it's it's weird man it really is it's interesting because i feel like we we know something different from what is um actually being given to people now and especially kids and they're just kind of like i don't think they know a difference unless like their parent tells them like yo that's not how that really is or really should be in a way you need yeah to i mean i think it just pushes a lot back on responsibility back on the parents like you can't just let them lose yeah well you got i mean and if you've always had that it's just hasn't been as accessible and you got like parents now getting their kids Fortnite tutors so that their kids can get better at Fortnite because Seriously? dude, it's it's <laughs> crazy. You not only do you have that I literally just facepalm, by the way. Well, I I I don't blame you, man. Well wait for this. I mean, this isn't a really a facepalm comment, but in schools they're they're banning Fortnite stuff. Like they're like, yo, kids are like doing the dances on other kids not on other kids but you know like yo man you suck dude and they start doing one of those fortnite dances and stuff so it's like become this addiction thing for kids and stuff it's i'm not trying to shit completely on fortnite like i've put my time into it i get why people like it i get why people don't like it but it's just wild because it does appeal to a younger demographic honestly and it's it has pulled them in and there is that social pressure man you know like remember when you go to school when you were a kid and they would look at you and if you didn't have like the trendy popular stuff or they'd kind of go oh, i don't know if they would but let's just pretend they'd be like moose uh, cool backpack dude <laughs> yeah and it's like oh man i don't have like the latest coolest backpack so you go home and you go hey i need to get the latest greatest backpack and they're just you know folks are like nah yeah no bro that's not happening sorry but that's what kids are doing now when it comes to like fortnite and stuff they're like yeah oh, i need to get that new skin that came out last week mom it's like just like the uh, latest jordans yo exactly <laughs> that's a that's a good good metaphor um, what are they on anyways i last jordan i remember coming out was like 23 because oh, i remember that what? was a big deal but that because was probably they... like a dozen like 12 years ago <laughs> i don't even know man i don't think i've ever owned a pair of jordans i've never been a shoe head when it came to like 
like the like the LeBrons, the Kobe's, different like those basketball type shoes. I've 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 thought they've looked pretty cool, but I've never owned a pair, you know. But yeah, the only pair I've ever owned was Jordan ones. Oh snap! Yeah, like by Jordan ones, you mean like the first the original? Jordans? Like while well, it was a re-release, I wouldn't pay for original, but yeah, that must be ridiculous, man. Oh, I'm Can sure. Imagine how much tens of thousands of dollars. How do, you, how do you think Michael Jordan feels about that, man? Oh, I'm Did sure he, he eats it up. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just gets a check every day just because, like, he's like, yeah, I did play basketball, but now that feels like so long ago, but I'm still making hella cash because... Yeah, well, he's, he's been retired longer than he played now, right? I think so. I think you got a... Uh, I think you got a good point there, man. Cause is, that, I, is that officially over the hill for athletes when you've been retired as long as you played? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and if if that's the case, then like someone like Tom Brady, man, it's gonna he's gonna be pretty pretty old by the time yeah. they hit him up and be like, damn, dude, you haven't been in the NFL for how long? And he's like eighty. It's like, yeah, I know, it's crazy, right? <laughs> dude, that dude's crazy, man. Have you seen him lately? Like, yeah, I think somebody told him that was really good. I don't know who, but I think they were like, look, man, as you stay in this league every year you get better but what happens is your body starts to like you know digress and not keep up with your instinct and your knowledge and reaction time to the game and stuff so they're like yo tom invest in your body bro (laughs) like do something all you have to do as a quarterback is take one look at brett Favre. Like when he was playing for the Jets and the Vikings, be like, not doing that. Oh my God, man. Yo, that's crazy you brought that up because I was watching football this past weekend and I thought to myself, I said, dude, Brett Favre looked really old when he was about to be done. And then I'm looking at Brady on the field and I'm like, that dude looked like he's like my age, man. <laughs> they don't look, that's not right, man. Like, does he even have or a gray hair like, on his body? Like Peyton Manning never moved well. But nah. that last two years was brutal to watch. Man, and that's the thing, dude. You want to go out, uh, you know, on your own terms. You don't want to, like, become, like, a shell of what people have grown to know you uh, to be, you know? Especially yeah. when you're an athlete. Like, you don't want to get to a point where it's, like, either people are like, yo, man, just hang up the cleats. Or either you're watching them and you're like, this is kind of sad. This is not... This is not who I expected, especially like because Dent Payton, he had a couple injuries and stuff, so he was yeah, kind of banged neck. up. Yeah. Oh, dude. That well, that was his big one. That was back when he still played for Indy. But Yikes. it was that last year. It was like he just. It was that one year that I feel like every guy that sticks around too long has, where they come back for the preseason. You see him stand on the sideline. It looks like they age 10 years Ooh, yeah bro <laughs> now that you mention it like, like you yeah, see that, that with like... running backs all the time well didn't wasn't it the year before Payne got out they won the super bowl uh that was his last year the, his last year they won the year okay. before they lost to the, they got slaughtered by the seahawks oh god yeah that's right that was a, one of the roughest super bowls ever that's yeah, dude. I mean, I'd rather not go to the Super Bowl. Uh, and this is, I'm a Patriots fan, so, and you know that, but like, I'd rather like not reach that game and just 
be able to accept that I didn't get there this year than to get to that game and lose. That is like almost like the worst feeling, bro, because there's all that buildup. And then that morning, you know, you're just like, oh, tonight could be the night that I go to sleep and we won. We're champions. And nah, sometimes it just don't work out. No, I'm a Denver fan. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I just just remember walking away from that game. Like I knew it was over like start of the second quarter. That game was done. Um, but I just remember like the one positive from that game is like, Hey, the Marys Thomas set the record for most catches in the Super Bowl, and they lost oh. and they didn't how, score. <laughs> like how many, I, I don't know if you know the exact number, but like how many catches do you think he had that game? I think he had between 15 and 20. Whoa, son. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I was going to say it has to be over. 10, they just kept but... throwing it to him underneath. I mean, that's what Peyton Manning does. But <laughs> What uh, what happened to him, though? Because I don't really hear much about him. And uh, we're in a fantasy Marius? league to get. Yeah, like I haven't really. Is it because of the whole quarterback situation over there in Denver that, you know. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, it's hard to. I mean, look at everyone that re- was on that team for receivers. Um, I mean, you have Eric Decker who did the right yeah. thing just retired like he's like got my money i'm done um, <laughs> <laughs> but what do you have like four thousand yard receivers on that team mm-hmm. emmanuel sanders right yeah emmanuel sanders he's still there he's still and he's pretty consistent yeah and he's still there one so you have him well he doesn't have... actually play the one on the outside but you know he's a better top receiver you guys have like a weird situation at running back too, don't you? Right now, yeah, we've kind of got a thunder and lightning thing going on. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that plays out. It kind of goes back to Denver's roots, though. Um, Is- isn't that like the trend though in the NFL and really like in football, it seems like, you know, to not just rely on one bat because like you were just mentioning just like a minute ago, you're talking about like running backs, man, they get beat up. They grow old in the league because they are out there running into brick walls, like every play. So now it's like strategy almost to have two different backs and have almost like two different backs that have different qualities. And then you just kind of like split it up and that kind of like eases up on just using one dude because i know that's what's going on with bell like he was like yo man i touched the ball like over 400 times last year you know like uh i know how this goes and i want my money because i don't know if you guys are going to use me like that again and if you do like I'm getting banged up and I I don't have much longer if I keep running like that at that pace and at that amount. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, I understand, man, but man, that is, that has been killing me, dude. You know what I dealt with last year, dude, when it came to fantasy football, I, I freaking drafted Zeke and that whole beginning of the season was covered with the black rain cloud of like Zeke's gonna get suspended and every every week was me checking bleacher report checking all my you know notifications and it almost like seemed like it got to a point where it just kind of delayed it was like oh no one more week he gets to play Sunday I'm like yes and so I got him for one more week but sure enough there came a day (laughs) where they just took him away and they're like yeah he's suspended he's done I'm like dang 
And now I draft freaking Bell. And 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 I it, there was I didn't really even know the details, which is you know that's my, that's on me. But I figured I'm like, oh yeah, it's the preseason, whatever. He'll probably just he'll be back for week one. It ain't no big deal. But I was like, yeah, he has been running a lot. He does give me that vibe of a player who would get hurt, you know, just because he has been running so much. So I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. But I knew that Todd Gurley was gonna go, and I just didn't know. I didn't know what I was gonna do. Sure enough, man, he just like, yeah, I'm not gonna go. So now I have this other ball of stress when it comes <laughs> to having a running back first pick or first round and I just I don't know what to do because I really don't want that stress I don't want that drama like I'm not a Steelers fan so you know it doesn't really affect me yeah. but the but that like that's my first round pick and then my whole team this week just trashed like really just like shit the bed man they just said you oh the nfl started this weekend i thought it was next weekend and well, they just and didn't show then, up you know my team surprised me too because so my second round pick i think was blown on a running back who tore his acl because i auto drafted oh yeah it was mckinnon right yeah i think so like same day as our auto draft and i let it auto draft and put someone with a torn acl but so i thought i was but if you look at the numbers, I beat everyone but one or two this week. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, and four of the people on my roster were picked up out of free agency. But And Man. then I picked up AP and didn't start him. And he did all right, didn't he? 23 points. Jeez, bro. Dude, this who, is what... I'll... Who would have thought at 33 years old he was going to get 29 touches? And he's at, what, Washington now? the redskins yeah wow that's... he was playing his former team yeah i should have started him <laughs> isn't that a weird thing about fantasy football man because if everything is going your way you feel like ha, ha, ha. i am the football god here i know who to play i know what's going to happen and you can do all the research you want you can look at all the projections and all the numbers but man it don't even matter dude because i tell you what there's got to be people out there it's like counting cards card counting cards doesn't make sense to normal people but i'm sure there's people out there that can do the same thing with fantasy football and you really dominate. think so i think so that see the... all of the variables and it's just like this <laughs> like yeah I don't know. It's it's like that meme with like Zach Galifianakis with all the numbers going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, dude. I, I well, they they must be the ones that play like those daily fantasy football leagues and stuff. Yeah. Or and and just like do those like DraftKings or something like that. And so I'm gonna pull them. up the games from my dynasty league. Yeah, dude. Go for it. Um, do it. So the guy with the highest score last week. And we were actually in the same format as you. So we have QB, two wide receiver, two running back, tight end, and a flex defense kicker. Like standard format. Good. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Guess how many points he scored last week? Who? The, hi Who? the highest in our league was like 120. Mm -hmm. 120? That's not bad, right? That's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's usually around your high end. Yeah. Um, are you asking me what you scored? No, what you think our highest scoring team was in my dynasty league? Oh, like who was in it, or like the number? Just, just the number. <sighs> the highest score, uh, I would say about 
uh, I feel, I don't know if I'm catching a vibe, if I should aim low or high, man. I'm going to go ahead and say like uh, 98. 173. What? I was not even close, man. 173? <laughs> Who do yeah. you have on that team, man? So he, he won our league last year, and this is the oh. fifth season, I think, of our dynasty. Yeah. But he had Philip Rivers. <laughs> okay. Odo Beckham. Oh. Todd Gurley. He picked up James Conner. Dude. What? Dude, I had James Conner, man. I, I did. This, that was so stupid of me. You know and how bad. And then he bad... had, had uh, Zach Ertz and Tariq Hill. So. <sighs> yeah. Do you think he's like some Nostradamus or something? He just like <laughs> no, <laughs> he does he, a ritual? He, he just lucked out. Because like his bench was pretty weak. But. But yeah, it's, like it, I had the number four score at one fifteen. I've done pretty hmm. well though. Like hmm. a lot of my drafts from the last two years are paying off. Like, do you have a certain strategy? Like, I really looked into it this year, and I feel like leaving the draft, I felt I felt good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I but I I'd still just I feel like it's just like you're talking about like with like. Um, it's almost like gambling, bro. You just don't really know. I mean, you might well, yeah, have a plan. There's so many variables. Exactly. And if somebody drafts something out of place, it just there's a ripple effect. And and then it changes everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, no. Everything's out the window now. I don't know who to draft. I don't know what to do. Well, think about how many busted drafts that are, like, actual drafts, not fantasy drafts. There have been, like... One of the biggest examples I always bring up. NBA, who's the biggest fantasy bust of all time? NBA? Or draft bust. I'm going to have to say I don't know because I don't. Who who would be the biggest NBA draft bust? Greg Odom. Do you remember that name? Greg Odom? What year did he get drafted? Uh... I haven't followed basketball in almost 10 years, so probably about 10 years ago. Oh, snap. Where, uh, was he just supposed to be the next big thing? He went number one overall, big power forward slash center. I think he shattered his knee in practice. Oh, oh that's even worse. In practice? Maybe he might have played like 60 games his entire career. <sighs> that sucks. Yeah. So they just kind of let him go, or did he try to come back and he just wasn't the same? Yeah, exactly. They just kind of just paid out his rookie contract, I think, and that was it. Dude, I mean, let me ask you this, man. This is fun to play with, right? Yeah. Okay. How crazy and how shitty of a feeling it would be to work so hard in, in one of these, like, sports, right? You get drafted. You have made it to the pros, and then something like as random and just like, oh, well, I was healthy all, all the way through college. And now my body just now decides like, nope, bro, we cannot do it no more, you know, and something either gets hurt and consistently, you know, you keep get re-injured and or, or maybe it's something that just like, oh, I'm not the same anymore. So these teams, they're looking at me like, yeah, you're just a broken toy, man. I can't, I can't invest, you know, the amount of money that these, um, these teams do and these players. Can you imagine, like, what do you, what do you do? Because I, I, 
I'm watching like players like JJ Watt, right? Like we saw him get hurt last year. And I watched him because the Patriots were playing Houston. But I'm thinking like he has that back injury. I'm like, dude, your whole position. I don't care if you had the whole season and the whole off season to, you know, um, revive yourself and, you know, get better. Dude, you bend down every play and then you're coming out full speed, you know, hitting these 300 pound men and all sorts of stuff. You're back. Like it's it's bound to get hurt again. So it it just kind of like that. It sucks because you know, like the guy you just mentioned, he he, if if given the opportunity, he could have been probably really good, right? Yeah. So I Wikipedia'd him. I have to correct myself. uh So he actually was in and out of the NBA for almost seven years, but in his first four years, he was a Trailblazers, and had to be benched like he had three season ending knee injuries in that first about four years what what what's the deal with lower body injuries and in really all these sports like acl tears mcl well, knee what's the up with thing with pro athletes is the thing that makes an athlete so special in pretty much any sport, one of the things is their ability to change directions. Like you look at running backs, you look at basketball players, the cuts they make, that puts a lot of strain on your body. But the second piece of that is you're playing on a playing surface that is designed to make you stick. Mm. So you are planning, you know, however many pounds of force a running back can cut when they kick into the ground with. And then if you get hit awkwardly, all that stress is being put on that joint. That's yeah, that's actually um that's a good point. Yeah. And I uh, mean there's just a lot yeah. It's just a lot of power on a really delicate piece of your body when it comes down to it. <laughs> yeah, because like over the weekend, Jeremy Hill for the Patriots towards ACL, you know, you always hear about ACL knee, like just lower body injuries. And I'm like, man, and for is people it the way that they're... don't know what an ACL is, just yeah, short plug yeah. here. So the ACL is a ligament that runs down the outside of your knee. So it's when you, your knee flexes out, essentially, is when you usually get that tear. Um, and then you also have one that runs down the front of your knee and the inside of your knee. Those ones aren't as bad, but does it I, have anything to do with training? Um, I think the philosophy behind it goes back and forth. Um, obviously your muscles do support the joint, but there's only so much they can put up with. Mm-hmm. So, and then you always have your reflex too. Like if you get hit in the knee or you get hit in the thigh, your muscles might relax around that knee area because it's reacting to something else and contracting somewhere else, and then it leaves your knee exposed. So, mm. I don't know how much actual like subconscious or conscious control you have of that, but... Do you, um, well, not do you, have you ever had like an injury like that like or not even lower body just like anywhere that was like one of those like almost like freak accident kind of just like bad timing bad luck kind of thing no i've been pretty lucky actually um the only thing i've had is a concussion so yeah was that how's what's what's it like to have a concussion man? 
I mean, so I've never had one, and and I think especially if you watch football, that's something you hear about. You hear concussion so much, but I don't really think a lot of people have actually experienced what a concussion so is. So there's several different ways I've seen it affect other people. Um, some people they're just knocked out cold, Ooh. and the concussion is kind of an after effect. Um, when they're waking up, I mean it. I mean, all really a concussion is your brain slamming against the inside of your skull. That's what Ugh, that's what it is. Just, it's a weird <laughs> image, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mine was from repetitive hits, to where mm. my brain basically said, "No, you need to shut down." <laughs> oh and snap! So I was standing, and I remember getting up after a tackle, and I start getting this black border around my vision. Oh no! And it just slowly starts pulsating and closing in, and it closes you... to a circle, and it just completely closed. And then I were woke up on the sideline. Like, well, what, that, that was were... a matter of like a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that was a matter of a second, second and a half. And I was standing up, walking around at the time. Damn. So when it... I went back and watched the game tape, I could pinpoint the hit before that happened. And it was like nine plays later, they realized I had a concussion and pulled me out of the game because I was still functioning. Right, yeah, you were still doing... But I had no, were... no recollection of it. Yo, see, and, and that's what drives me crazy, hearing like that story and like your experience with it is when you see it happen in college or in the NFL and, and even other sports. I know concussions can happen like the NBA and... You know, um, but it's just it's it's so popular in the, like football. But you hear fans going, "Get back in there, man! Like, what's the big deal?" It's like, dude, you know, that's your brain. That is your brain, man. It's one thing to like, like we're talking about an ACL, MCL tear, or what is something like that. That sucks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not really even trying to compare them, but I'm just still saying, like, your brain banging up to your in like the inside of your skull, like. And then, and then, like you said, like you were like still out there, you know, the damage yeah. that could keep happening because you're, you're in this weird state of like, you're like awake and moving, yeah. but you're not really awake and moving. It's like a very strange. Well, yeah. It'd be like if you decided to go drive while you're sleepwalking. Oh no. Yeah. yeah like that's what I would compare it to. <laughs> Cause I, I mean, I've passed out before and that's a freaky feeling to just like, fall asleep and then wake up and just go whoa 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 i freaked out like i, I was yeah. just like ran around i got up and i shot up and i was running around the the place i was at. I was just like where, where am i what happened because you know usually when you go to sleep you're it's ready. like a problem yeah you're yeah. you're closing your eyes your body is just like all right let's do this man you ready all right and, it, and then you don't even really remember the moment that you fall asleep so to just be like living and doing your thing to just someone hit like the shut off button on you that's like a weird freaky feeling man and uh yeah yeah it was definitely like surreal watching the game footage afterwards because i could yeah. like pinpoint when i wasn't there anymore <laughs> and i could that's... pinpoint when i woke up on the sideline <laughs> that's freaky dude yeah that's that's uh, and that the only really... reason it was caught was because we actually switched like, we were on defense when it happened and we went to offense and they tried handing me the ball and i kind of just like 
my arms kind of just flail like they weren't quite the motor skills weren't there and that's when they figured it out <laughs> like my quarterback figured it out so what did what do you think is going on there is the brain just kind of it's on autopilot it's on autopilot like yeah i was about to say it's just like doing things but it's not like really being controlled well, yeah, because by anything. it's something you've done like before yeah it's something you've done hundreds of times or not thousands of times Man. and when you get like, these pro athletes tens of thousands of times do you um they might not know it but they could probably do almost every play in the playbook with blindfold on do you think that there's a, any kind of solution to that problem with the whole con- concussion thing and everything i mean with the sport that that's what it is you know i feel like that's almost unavoidable at the end of the day yeah um i think it's gonna come with technology to be honest yeah like we're gonna have robot football players or something like that or are you thinking like (laughs) no i think prevention detection technology is probably moving slower than Mm. it needs to be but i think it's getting in the right direction um like i know toyota partnered with a bunch of schools and maybe colleges i'm not sure and uh texas a long time ago because that's where their manufacturing plant is but they retrofitted a bunch of uh helmets with the same sensors they use in car crash testing Mm. and that was just for studies but if you could have that in a helmet and get it small enough to where it doesn't interfere with gameplay and they could monitor the g-force in the helmet then maybe they can flag him like hey you need to get this guy out and check on him I think that would be a really cool if done right and if it works out you know like you said if it like, can yeah, detect it could interfere with gameplay but football is already one of the slowest games ever made yeah yeah when you really think about it compared to like football i'm not football jesus crap well yeah yeah football i mean soccer um and hockey and basketball where it's just back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. a lot of the time football there's always that stop and go um yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's already one of the slowest games ever played like you can't make it any slower (laughs) yeah and you see that they're trying to make all these rule changes every year and it almost like is them taking like two steps forward and one step back in a way because like where their intentions are are are, they're i understand like they're good but it's like the players now have to like change especially at the pro level man like these people have been trained and practiced on doing this job a certain way now you're gonna go and tell them like no now you can't do that at all like you can't do it this way now and it's like okay but in the moment instincts you know take over it's really hard to not tackle full speed and right before you take the tackle you're like oh that's right i can't tackle jimmy here like at this at you know like it it's like yo like because i agree it's it's a slow game but once it's like in motion it's it can get really crazy it can get really fast and you know it's just hard to tell people like every year to change one thing thinking that they're trying to make things safer but it's also like they have to adjust and that takes time and you can't keep like okay now you can't do this now you can't do that it's like i think like what you're talking about it's more of a solution than changing the way you play the game i think you just need to better like the technology and the the, the equipment when it comes yeah. to like, safety and i think medical technology hope well i'm hoping will come along to where they can have better treatment for it too 
Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, if you've ever played anything or done anything competitive, it doesn't have to be a sport. There's so many other things you, you can be competitive at. If you have that drive, if you've been putting in all this work, it's really hard in that moment, especially in team-based events you know to you feel like you're letting somebody down but you can't help i mean it's i mean if something happens out there that's out of your control you gotta like pull yourself away from that or you're gonna make things like a hell of a lot worse and yeah you, you know it's just it's it's just weird but th- there's that competitive spirit that just kind of like like no put me back in it's like dude chill <laughs> okay and do you want me look up there on the big screen you see that that was you like five minutes ago man no you're not going out go into this tent and we'll, we'll address it later yeah um it's crazy man um i want to get on to a couple other things before because we've already passed like the one hour mark so okay um yeah i just don't want to <laughs> don't want to run on too long yeah 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 um let's see um we were talking about a little bit about Rogan uh, at the very beginning. I know that you've listened to Rogan for a while now. I listened to Rogan for a while now. Um, it's probably to me one of the better, if not the best, podcast as far as like the variety, the the long form discussions that they have, the different guests and stuff. And Rogan as an individual. He's pretty cool. There's there's been moments where I've been like, nah, I'm sorry, Joe. I just it's don't too really... much. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think I can go down that road with you, brother. But you know, have fun, be safe, <laughs> and we'll we'll talk later when you get back. Okay. Um, but you know, for the most part, you know, I think it's been there's like almost like this mini religion or cult when it comes down to it, dude. Because like I have a handful of people that I know that listen to Rogan, and there's like this instant like flame that ignites or something it's just like oh you listen to rugged too and you're like yeah we're on the same wavelength bro like oh yeah. you know there's like that of <laughs> this like like connection and then it's like because you know what he talks about and uh like throughout those uh different episodes and stuff and uh how'd you get into like rogan and stuff like that how'd you get into like podcasts and stuff that's a good question because I, I so long i don't really know <laughs> Well, I, I, if you want to think about it, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you like a little spill on my part real quick. I know that when, um, I think it was when you lived down here, man, I was living in the trailer. I um, started listening to just like ESPN sports radio, but it was like in podcast format. So it'd be like whatever first take was, but it was mm-hmm. like they put it as a podcast. So it was audio only. So I started listening to those. And then I think when I was in Korea, I somehow came across Rogan. Maybe it was a guest he had. Maybe it was something. But then I just was like, whoa, that was really good. And I just started listening to it from there. I mean, it's not really anything crazy or fancy, but (laughs) it's just, it's just, it's funny because it's, I know they were talking about recently um, with like the episodes, like they go on so long. You know, when I tell people that don't listen to podcasts or haven't listened to Rogan, it's like, yo, you should listen to that Elon Musk episode. And they're like, dude, that's like three hours long. It's like, <laughs> well, I'm not saying I'm not saying sit down, <laughs> put a record on and just sit there in your chair and just like stare at the wall. I'm saying like, 
there's something that I like about podcasts is that you can do other things. And I honestly just imagine like someone like clearing their desk like in an old schoolhouse and like just setting a radio on the desk and like putting a disc in and just like that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And just sitting there and just going, well, uh, what's I don't really get what the all the hubbub's about. Like, but, do uh, I take notes? <laughs> yeah, what? Um, I guess I'll just doodle and I'll just sit here and do something this is weird you know because look man we've mentioned this earlier too with how fast things go with all the information and all the things that are going on people's attention spans are smaller than ever i mean you included i mean whether we like to admit it or not how many times we've gone off topic today not that we have any set topics but (laughs) (laughs) but you're right dude it's just your mind's going so fast and you want to get all those thoughts out do you think like oh god see there we go man it's like it's like yeah, this just like did it again if we just did it again uh, man i'll write it down um i will write this down but yeah man it is it's crazy and i i think that it's a good example for joe to have people on have these conversations put the phones away he has jamie up there jamie you know he'll google stuff he'll do stuff <laughs> But it's just like, that's rare these days, man. Even if they jump around, go from this to that, you know, to sit down and have like a long conversation. It's hard to get a text out of people some days, man. Let alone sit down and be like, yeah, let's talk. Dude, I kind of hate texts. Dude, I think I'm done with those. To be real, like... Like, if you want to get a hold of me, give me a phone call. Yeah, unless it's something that you just need to text me real quick about like, you know, like... Don't don't text me to have a conversation. Yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're like, hey, I'm on my way or hey, what's up? Even if you're just like that small conversation, like, hey, what's up? Are you getting on tonight? Let's say like, you know, talking about PlayStation or something. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You know, because like kind of like podcasts with texting, you can do other things. You don't have to like devote your attention completely to the phone call, which, you know, that's nice every now and then. But it's just like, dude, it's hard to keep up, man. I mean, you're getting notifications, then you're getting texts, and then you're, they're conversations. There's sometimes you'll probably pull, uh, like pull up your messages and be like, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Like, I don't even know what to say to this right here. Like, this was like an hour and a half ago. I'm like completely moved on. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I think texts are changing too. I, I don't know. I don't think people really... I don't know. I'm not going to get into that because it's off of personal uh, experiences because I don't really text like that anymore. I remember it, we grew up with T9. I mean, it's we, we, we've been the pioneers, <laughs> the guinea pigs of texting and everything that we're dealing with today. And uh, I think that's maybe why we're a little burnout on it, too. It's just when like, you all just right, said yeah. T9. I, was, I know what you're talking about after I thought about it, but I was thinking a Texas instrument calculator oh what is it the same thing is it i think it was a t89 oh yeah man you know how you would have to it was like almost like a code that yeah not like a code tap a bunch yeah and it was like muscle memory you could just kind of put your arm down and just you wouldn't yeah under the desk yeah man definitely man now it's like i can't i gotta look at what i'm texting or it's gonna be all jacked up bro Either auto auto correctors is, is gonna take Remember me away. Remember when a keyboard was such a foreign thought when Steve Jobs announced the original iPhone? Like, why would I want that? I could do it with nine buttons. 
Dude, people don't people don't even think about that, man. Like we aren't that far away from that moment. Like before that, I mean, he basically came up with the concept of like, okay, yeah, you got a keyboard, but what if you had just a screen and then you could put different things on that screen plus a keyboard? And then if you wanted a calculator or if you wanted to watch a video. I'm like, "Wow, dude, that's genius, really." So, still my favorite phone was a Pantech Duo. What is a Pantech Duo, Moose? So, you, you slide it. Remember slider phones I instead do. of flip yes. phones? Like the front just slides and that shows you the nine keys. Mm-hmm. Well, then you could slide it back, and you, if you slid it the other way, you had a full keyboard. Oh, yeah, is it kind of cool. like a T-Mobile Psychic in a way? Kinda, yeah. Kinda, because you know how those were. You could just kind of. Yeah, it was like uh, a sidekick, but you could slide it the other way and have the regular dial pad. Or, or you could have the full length like texting keyboard. Yeah. And those were like good phones, man. They're durable. I don't know. Yeah, you could throw it down a staircase. <laughs> who came up with the concept that every phone that came that comes out needs to be thinner, needs to be like <laughs> fragile? What? How is that? pushing technology forward i don't really understand that it's kind of just like hey we can do this yeah is it you know it's kind of like that's yeah. all it is but then you have things like the note that blow up and you know <laughs> phones that just crack and now it's like oh it's glass on the front and the back oh well now i'm screwed you know it's just like what my first one that was like that was an iphone 4 the only iphone i've ever had and back then you could still work on them like it was like two screws and you could replace the back cover yeah but yeah i probably did that four or five times in the year i had that phone <laughs> what yeah <laughs> like front pocket back pocket didn't matter i'd break that back glass dude man i mean it's just it's like for as expensive as they are and it, it always was weird to me that you would have to buy a phone and then have to buy a case for the phone like okay it doesn't matter how cool the phone looks i'm covering it up with an otter box or something so i don't care if it's rose gold or what man i'm just <laughs> it's getting covered up so i really should just be focusing on like what this phone can do and then i'll just like look at the cosmetics of the the case because yeah and you know i don't know if you've heard rogan talk about it recently where he's just like oh you're one of the you don't you don't have a case <laughs> you're, you're living on the wild side you know you're you're, you're so dangerous i don't have a case yo i don't have a case either but i have but, like a 50 dollars phone that's but this like, is whatever. the first phone i've ever had that i don't use a case on and why why is that it is the samsung s6 active active so it's like waterproof yeah it's waterproof the back is plastic it has plastic bumpers all the way around the sides oh, and they okay. actually raise up a little bit on the front too so you can set it face down and the screen doesn't touch the table oh okay so yeah. it's kind of like a, a phone that you would be um more confident in not having a case and you know it just has a nice feel to it you feel like you know it's not going to slip out of your hand or anything yeah. like that okay well that makes yeah. sense it's and not then like it you has have... a i put, still use a tempered glass screen protector 
greatest oh, invention yeah. ever for smartphones but yo definitely definitely <laughs> you got to man because that's like one of the worst 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 feelings man it just not the initial impact of dropping your phone i'm talking about just carrying your cracked screen phone for for you know longer than you wish you had to maybe yeah. maybe you won't be able to like get it fixed or replace that day so now you you're pulling out this phone and it's touch screen and now it's just like looking into a broken mirror and you're just like ah yep yep hoping you don't saying. cut yourself yeah exactly because you're swiping your fingers up and down and you don't even you're not even thinking about it man it's crazy yeah. dude it's wild man um what did you think about that elon episode man because i know that there was a lot of hype for that and i was really excited about it because i don't know i don't think we've ever had an opportunity to talk about elon but i i I really dig the dude i've done a lot of like yeah i mean he's a little bit of whack but that's what makes him so special yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh so i didn't know the episode was coming the first yeah i i don't follow his upcoming guests ever but i'm sure it was on twitter or something i don't use but um i uh the first I heard of it was seeing that screenshot of him smoking weed. <laughs> Which has become like, famous. Yeah. But, um, yeah, some of the stuff he talked about was really interesting. Um, the the bandwidth thing was the biggest thing for me. Now, did you watch it or listen to it? I listened to it. I haven't watched it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I know we talked about it a little bit, but... Like just the tone in his voice and like the fluctuations in his voice, it you could tell his mind was going way faster than he was letting himself talk. You think that's what it was? He was kind of like restricting himself. Like, he was you choosing, think like I think he... he was choosing his words very wisely to make sure everyone understood him. Yo, I didn't really think about it like that. I kind of was at that's, first. That's it... the vibe I got from listening to him. I don't see. Watch that, it, so. See, I watched it, so I got to kind of like read his body language some more. But like, I think that's a really cool um, perspective because you get to like just listen to his voice, and then you know, there's a lot that you can tell from someone's you know tone and pitch and just like pacing and you know just the way they speak. But when it came to him, man, at first I'm like, is this dude just like pulling people's legs? Does he want people to think he's an android or some kind of AI <laughs> or something like? But then I, I think that's so. Uh, another plug here. Um, go for it. Go for it, bro. YouTube guy. Uh, hang on. I'm gonna look something up. I want to make sure I get this right. Gotcha. Yeah, because I I, um, I watched it live, dude. Oh yeah. So his Marquise Brownlee. Uh, he is searchable by MKBHD. Okay, cool, cool. He has a 20 minute interview with Elon Musk and a fa- short factory tour. So if you want more insight okay. on how, like his mannerisms, that might be a good one. Alright, yeah, I'll look that up. That's on YouTube? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll check it out. He's a tech reviewer, but somehow he's gotten in with Tesla. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like he started out reviewing phones and stuff. Hey man, patience, man, patience. Yeah. You never know. Well, buying That's... a Tesla, I think, helps too. Oh yeah, I would totally buy a Tesla, man. If I had the money, yeah, yeah. all day, every day. 
I mean, what was that thing that he was talking about, though, dude? Because you brought up the bandwidth thing. Oh. And I found I found that very interesting, too. But I know he was talking about, like, something that he's like, yeah, we're pretty close to announcing. I think you're in the next... they're ready to announce a concept, would be my guess. Yeah. But... It's for, isn't it, like, for, like, a, like brain enhancements, in, in a way? Like well, the goal... Like the blunt term? I mean, he's right, though. I've never seen heard anyone put it the way he put it, but... Um, the reason we can't take in so much knowledge is because we have a bandwidth issue like we can't uh, like how fast can you read kind of thing mm. like what if you had no limit what if you were the flash Ooh. where you know he, like he digests books in seconds <laughs> yeah right Just flipping through them yeah so that's basically what he's getting at like what if humans could do that and that goes into what we've been talking about with our attention spans, with how much stuff we are taking in, that it is, like he's saying, a bandwidth problem where we're getting to a point now where we're taking in so much, but we're really not having the best time with uh, handling it all and really digesting it all and processing it, you know, and actually retaining it because we'll take all this stuff in uh like today on tuesday and then we dump it out really like unless it was like really meaningful or really something that you know we want to latch onto, and then tomorrow it's just like another you know garbage truck of information and i'm not saying that it's garbage information but you know i'm just i'm imagining it like turning up and just dumping it on you in the morning and your brain's just like oh man all this stuff i just didn't even really ask to know but i'm checking my phone and now i'm getting all this information and well it's the other hurdle too is we're falling behind Ooh. because yeah, they we're talking about ai right well no not that but data growth just data in general has been exponential so however long humans have been around that whole history of data in the last two years that accounts for 90% of that data Whoa! and we're maintaining that trend mm, it gets a little spooky dude so we're falling weird... exponentially behind every minute <laughs> and you know because of how much him. data we're producing <laughs> You heard him talk about how, I mean, um, how he's like talked about these things with other people, people of like, uh, in positions of power, just like, not only just what you're talking about with like the data, but with like AI and really they're all connected and, and you know how people are just like looking at him and just going, all right, yeah, what, all right, Elon, appreciate it, bro. You got that? It's like, bro, I can't. <laughs> can't do this i can't do this all i don't want to do this all you can almost tell like his one of the things that was um that stood out to me that connects to that is how rogan like pointed out to him like man you just kind of seem like you have a very um like i, I don't want i guess like a pessimistic attitude now towards mm -hmm. things because he, elon brought up that really cool point not cool but it was a good point about you know seatbelts and stuff like that like how long what does it take for a problem to be acknowledged for us to find a solution and 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 just like how 
progress is slow now. That goes and right I, back to your concussions. Yeah, man. See, it all kind of loops and weaves. And, and I just, I agree with him. I, I listened to that dude, that, 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 that whole podcast. I listened to both of them. And I've heard Elon, I've, I got a book on him. And I've just like, it's like basically a biography in a way. The dude's very, very, very interesting. Very smart. You know, we only get a handful of those people, you know, you know, if you're lucky to be on the same planet, you know, with them, um, you know, he's like our modern day Tony Stark. Or yeah. not modern day. He's like a real life Tony Stark. Tony Stark's not some figure from the past. I don't know why I said that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. The way Marvel but, makes movies, it might as well be a history lesson, I guess. <laughs> I know, right? aliens like came and found us they would find all the blu-rays to the mcu hey, it could and, be if must yeah if, if what he said was true about simulations yo yeah see i want i want to touch on that before we close up on this episode because I, I found that very interesting too and I, i've talked about simulation theory or i've looked up simulations theory on my own time um but do you think it's like oh my gosh man there's so much to digest I'm going to try to like pace myself. Okay. So um, did you see what I just sent you? I, I, I saw you sent me something. And, Take a look oh, at that if you want your mind blown. Data never sleeps 5.0. Open original. Let me open the original. It's like a chart. Is it's it just, showing yeah, it's just an infographic. The, but it's like every minute of, of the day data. Yeah, like so that's of data. all data produced every minute of the day. Ooh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> it's, it's like it's a, it's probably going to be one of those things that once you're exposed to it, there's no like turning back. There's no like ignoring that. You're going to oh, yeah. start thinking. So yeah, every minute Google conducts three million six hundred and seven thousand and eighty searches. Every minute. Yeah. Dude, and that's right now. That's just right now. Well, yeah, this is from a year ago. So you can, oh, probably, uh, you can probably up it by at least 50% would be my guess. What? What do you... How do you feel about, like... How do you feel about his take on, like, him kind of being pessimistic about that? Uh, how, how'd you take that? And how'd you take that he told people, but they were just kind of like, yeah, all right, Elon, we really can't do... You know, they just didn't really... About care. AI, you mean? Yeah, like AI and just kind of like... His attitude, and, advancements yeah, in, general. in general. Yeah. So I'm going to look at this chart real quick. Well, I think he has a point. I don't know if he's right. I'm not going to speculate too much on whether or not he's right. But right. I think people need to take a belief that makes them comfortable. Mm-hmm. And in a way, that's kind of like his own belief system. And that's how his mind is settled. Does that make sense? Yeah. I I, I think... Like, everyone that... has their own little belief system. And it's when people start questioning that, that things in life get goofy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a, that's a good way to put so it. So I yeah, think yeah. he kind of just settled in to that system for himself and just called it good. And, you know, I think it's because I, th- I agree with you. I also think that it's like how we were mentioning, like he thinks so fast, so far ahead. 
that he's already trying to solve problems that are not immediately affecting us at this moment like negative yeah they you know like he's into the the electric cars solar solar panels stuff like that you know and now he's doing the thing with la with the tunnels and stuff and i feel like he's like looking around at all these other people with money with power and going why aren't y'all like using your money and power to do something too like why is it got to be all on me to do you know to to try to solve all these problems and i think from my take on it it's because the people he talked to and i'm gonna group them and i don't know the individuals but they were just like i'll be dead you know like this is a problem that you're trying to solve that really won't affect me like i'll be dead before you go to mars maybe you know like they just kind of don't care if it's not gonna affect them it doesn't matter i have all this money i have this power i'm gonna make things work out for me now Mm -hmm. and i think like he's just like what like why would you just want to be selfish if you have this opportunity this platform this pool to to do something that you are not just making an impact now but years and years from now after you're gone and it's like I, I finished watching that podcast and I said, man, let's be thankful that Elon is like who he is. Because imagine if he was like a dick and didn't care. Then one, he probably wouldn't have done any of the things he had done. And two, he might have done the reverse and the opposite. So where he was trying to solve problems, he could have found ways to maybe create more. Who knows? I mean, I feel like there's a yin and a yang. Like for every Elon Musk who comes along that has like the mind that he has and the money that he has. And now people forget that throughout all of these business adventures he's been on, he's almost lost it all so many times. He's had to swim up current most of the time because people are like, yo, dude, you're crazy. Nope. You want to build rockets? Nope. I'm good. You know, just all that. But, but it's like he's done it he's almost sacrificed his life and like he was telling rogan it's like rogan's like dude what's your mind like he's like it's like a never-ending explosion and people would probably like want to be me because they 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 see that i'm like this rich dude right who who's doing all this stuff but i mean that that there's a lot of sacrifice in that dude you know there's so much that he's got had to give up uh that we take for granted because he's I'm not trying to put him on this like crazy pedestal. I'm just trying to put things into like perspective because you got people that are probably they could do what he's done. I'm not saying like think of solutions, but they have the money and the pool to like, you know, invest in there go, you know, Elon, if you want to really, if you look at it, the thing that got him his platform and that was the most innovative was PayPal. That's right. Damn, I forget about PayPal. So that got him his platform. Everything else, like the Tesla cars, someone else could do it. It'd probably cost him a lot more money because they don't have the Gigafactory or whatever he calls it and hasn't invested as much in it, but I'm sure everyone could do it. Um, I don't think it's really innovation. I think he's more just really far ahead of the curve, which I guess you can Mm -hmm. argue that is innovation, but... Why do you think the other ones don't do it then? Look at, say, trying to pick something like phone technology. 
they could have re released an OLED screen five years ago if they really wanted to. Probably would have mm. cost a lot of money. Um, or they could have done pro it. Probably not more than like $1,500. People would have bought it still. But instead of doing that, they can do these incremental upgrades just enough to get you to buy the next one. And then they do it again. And then they Yo. do it again. Moose, you're, you're amazing, dude. <laughs> uh, look, because I thought about that. I thought about Madden. I thought about all the car companies. I said, you guys have just, you just want the money. You don't care yeah. that you could be better, that you could do better, that you should do better. You've found a way to hook, line, and sink people. You've gotten their money, and you're just going to slowly make little cosmetic upgrades to your next Ford F-150 and just ask for the same amount of money next year, and then it's I, just going to be... Uh, I think the auto industry is a little bit different. Okay. And I don't know much so about regulated. it. it's so regulated. Yeah. I think they are kind of put in a box that they struggle to work around. Um, but, yeah, I think if... And it is a big risk that he's taking, too. It's not like he's guaranteed a return on his investment. Um, so maybe that's a big factor, too. But, yeah, true. And like he mentioned in his podcast, the only U.S. car companies that have not gone bankrupt yet are Tesla and Ford. <laughs> Which is crazy, dude. Yeah. He said they were close, though, but I mean... Yeah, they've, they've been revived a couple times. <laughs> Mostly I just... by Musk just putting more money into it out of his own pocket <laughs> i just like i guess like he is proof to me of what everybody else is not doing you know because like you just mentioned these phone companies all these companies i mean we're in corporate america think about that i mean they're, they're if they know that they could do something they might just let it you know spread out just enough to make a little few extra bucks you know yeah. And and that's the kind of stuff that I think Elon's talking about when it comes to progress. When we're talking about our government, like the like with government, I'm not going to get into politics and stuff. I don't want to. I'm just saying that we're looking for all this. We're moving at such a pace where we're updating things that have problems every day in our pockets. Our our games are getting updated every week. Everything is getting updated, but there's so many other things that we're so used to that are now moving at like a, a turtle's pace it feels like and now it's like why why are there are there problems being pointed out and a majority of people you know can either agree or disagree but at least are aware of a problem right you know it's like if a house is on fire you can have 50 percent of people say yeah that house is on fire and then the other half will be like i don't really think that house is on fire <laughs> i wouldn't say that it's on fire for, you know might be smoldering you know, but yeah but i wouldn't i've seen fires that's not a fire <laughs> you, know, you know how the web is man it doesn't yeah. matter what happens it's like every there's it's 50 50 but i just like either way there's a problem with that house there's something not right that's not a normal house something needs to be done and i think that's something like with elon who like we've mentioned just thinks like ahead of the curve who, who's like thinking like yo we need to get off this planet we need to go to mars uh yeah it would be nice if we had solar you know uh, uh panels on our roofs and um you know cars that were electric and you know la has a pretty crazy traffic problem you know why don't we just do this it's like you know human problems have human solutions and i think what's gonna really be the downfall of 
I'm not being like a pessimist or thinking like apocalypse. Oh. I'm just saying like what's going to really hold us back from reaching like really uh, strong and awesome potential is going to be like things like pride, things like greed, things like, you know, hey, I'm going to make an extra buck. So, you know, I could make this vehicle safer. I could make this phone last longer and be better. But yeah, we'll just do it over a five year span. And it's like, why? You, you know why you already have money and people are going to buy your thing and you know what we've seen it with lots of different things like games for instance you make a good game you make good music good art good anything people will buy it yeah. you, 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 you don't really even have to convince them it does it for themselves for you know it's it just kind of blows my mind a little bit that especially the companies that have already made it and they're, they're already established they feel like they still need to kind of like just like squeeze everything out when they could really just, you know, be really cool. <laughs> like when when they when Elon said something about that car dancing and stuff, I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> it's you know, like that's just fun. That's cool. That's that's like something that Bruce Wayne would do. You know? That's yeah. something that um that just makes you go like, you know, there's still hope for the future in a way. And, and I'm not saying that it's just because of Elon Musk or anything. I'm just saying, look, he had a good point when he said, you know, what a cool future it would be if this and this and this happened. Now think of that that, that future without those things. But even knowing that we could probably do those things, but we're choosing not to. That's that's not as fun. That's not as cool. That's not as uh, exciting. I mean, it, it's just, it's crazy, man. I think he is a very interesting dude. I think like the only person that could have had that kind of conversation with him is Joe Rogan because, uh, you know, Joe Rogan's like, he's a smart dude, but he's more of like, he collects information. I don't think he's like fluent in a lot of information. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, but he, he, he was able to kind of be like us talking to Elon and, you know, not just really talking about, he, he knew what to probe for. Exactly, dude. Yeah. And, and it was just really very interesting. <laughs> Now they were drinking a lot of whiskey too, and <laughs> and things got pretty funny, and you know, kind of loopy there near the end. But I think that's Elon, bro. I think it's just like he never really gets to like just talk about other things. Like I mean, and just kind of shoot dude the needs shit. A vacation. Bro, I'm just saying. He does, man. He needs a staycation. I wonder if uh, Joe Rogan actually convinced him to try to sensory deprivation. Well, maybe they had a one-off trade because I think Elon was like, man, you're going to get a Tesla, right? It's like, Joe's like, yeah, sure. Which which one should I get? I was like, damn, man. I wish I'm at a moment in my life when I'm like, yo, Tesla? Yeah, dude. Which one should I get, dude? It's like, uh, oh, really? You're going to actually get one? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yo, Jamie, write the check. It's like, damn, that's crazy. And he just it was gave him uh, not a flamethrower, so that was cool, too. That, that's another thing, dude. It's just cool, man. He's an interesting dude. I think it's awesome that he was on that show because that was, uh, I know that there's been articles going out saying, Oh, Elon smoked weed. But I think one of the other articles I've seen that's been like the opposite of that is like, once again, long form discussion, you know, beats out what mainstream media uses nowadays. You know, like if Elon Musk goes on freaking Stephen Colbert talks for like 10 minutes total, a commercial break they don't have that conversation they don't even come close man no you don't even have a chance to so 
it's just like that's why i like those rogan long episodes you know they have to be interesting i don't just listen and go okay I don't i've really definitely gotten like 40 minutes into one and just turned it off yeah yeah you're just like yeah if i'm not there yet i'm not going to be so uh i'm out but you got to be doing other things man when it comes to like a podcast like right now we're going over two hours i don't expect anybody to like listen to this in one go and if they do i hope that they're doing other things they're not not just got headphones yeah dude because, you know, I find myself able to give up three hours of my time listening and doing other stuff than, like, watching three one-hour shows on Netflix in a row and just staring at a screen or, or, you know, playing games for that long. I love games, bro. Don't get it don't get it twisted, man. And I can fall down the rabbit hole, but, you know, you, you got to focus and you got to – your attention's right there. And if you want to have a good time, usually you don't want to just be, like, dicking around, so – yeah man Woo. wow okay uh so yeah we're almost <laughs> at the two hour mark <laughs> yeah uh there's there's a couple of things that you know we'll we'll record again man i, I i'm pretty sure we will because this was this was everything i was hoping for and uh it was great man we touched on a lot of shit this was like this was everything i was hoping for yeah that's it what i'm gonna say so place. maybe we'll come back and pick like three things to talk about from this yeah i think that'd be that yeah <laughs> try, not, try not to go Cause, off track because people i don't even know what to put in the description here like oh well we talked about and just like roll it down just like yeah so brain dump yeah if you uh <laughs> yeah that's what i should just title it just random this was a random episode random things happen but it was good man it's always a good time talking to you man we have those kind of conversations like uh they're just interesting because I, I think that we just share a lot of common interest and you know it's it's just it's really just a rare thing to just geek out about things that are not geeky you know but just like life just different stuff that we find interesting so i appreciate it man i yeah, do thank been, you all right it's been fun next yeah, time maybe i'll actually get in my questions about how you got started with the podcast but oh, that's that. right yeah <laughs> sorry about that man that's right i kind of like happens when we off. throw together a plan in like five minutes and then we don't use it at all <laughs> yeah yeah but we'll, we'll have to save it dude we'll, we'll definitely like you said we'll, we'll narrow it down to some things uh just like to a handful of things and we'll go in depth on uh just those things instead of the circus that we kind of ran today where it's just like all right now we got this coming out oh look video games are over there elon musk how'd you you know it's just well, all over people engaged nowadays right yeah no definitely you know because like if you like but that's the thing if you like stop paying attention for a minute and then you like clock back in you're like whoa where are Is we this at the same now show? <laughs> it's what like uh, shuffle oh what's that what's that oh john travolta when he's walking out with his coat you know and just <laughs> kind of looks left to his right and he's just like oh where am i at? um <laughs> anyways um so yeah man um let me pull up the outro and i should be able to wrap it up here let me see where i put that thing i don't know is there anything else you wanted to say before we closed up is there any other plugs or uh, i'm gonna check out that that youtube video i'm gonna check out my library and see if they allow me to do that uh <laughs> the, what was the name of that service again though was uh, it? linda.com and it's l-y-n-d-a okay. okay 
Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you how. Was, all right, you cool. might be able to like just Google your library name and then add Lynda.com at the end, and maybe that will bring something up. I hope so. But hope who so. knows? Maybe you could get a library card in, like the next city over. Are, are you using it now? Yeah. What do you What do you What are you learning right now? It's just a good resource to use when you can't find anything good enough on YouTube, or if mm. YouTube like has a little bit to grab your interest you can probably find something more in depth there yeah that's a that's a good way to think about it because i know that youtube can be kind of like just surface deep you know it's just like hey here's the overview but if you really want to know more in depth like you said like you're gonna find it somewhere else like i've definitely found like five minute article like how-to articles or a youtube video that led me to like an eight hour video montage on like yo i don't need all this i just need this one little 15 minute chapter (laughs) (laughs) yeah man i mean it's sometimes it's like overwhelming and then sometimes it's underwhelming you know and but either way you still have something out there you you still are able to like just like get enough most of the time i don't know i don't know where i'm we've been talking for like two hours yeah we should probably put the outro like five minutes ago (laughs) yeah my bad um let me let me go let me go ahead and say these uh at least now you could probably uh cut out that first 10 minutes altogether (laughs) yeah (laughs) cut out the nervous 10 minutes and me (laughs) bitching about work that's probably good to cut out (laughs) yeah i'll probably i'll 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 go through that yeah because uh and it'll just pick up at like, yeah, libraries, moose are pretty crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go through it. I'll, I'll probably edit and get it all out before tomorrow. God, how does Rogan sit for four hours? I don't know, man. I think it's because he works out like uh, a mad dog. He pro- yeah, yeah, he probably so, works out before he starts. And then he goes works out again when he's done. Yeah, and he's like sitting there and he's actually enjoying sitting down because he's like running hills with his he dog. He probably has one of his little desk pedal things underneath. <laughs> You think so? <laughs> or like I've been well. standing up this whole time. I, I was standing. I've been standing up to do these episodes lately, and because uh, my back gets like crazy, like you know, my posture is shit. And, yeah. Uh, Luckily at work, I stand quite a bit because we have like a counter height desk and a regular desk. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but need, it's yeah, starting to get to me. Starting to get. <laughs> Well, dang, Moose. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Wonder Soul. This was episode number 26, titled Random as Fuck. Um, thank you, Moose. Thank you again, man. I know I know that we've been talking about this for a while, and uh, it was just cool. And I know that you're in Alaska and the time difference and all that craziness, but <laughs> it was cool, man. I'm, it, you know, thank you for you know giving me two hours of your time tonight to you know sit down and record, man. We'll, we'll do it again for sure. Yeah, it was my pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. Please rate and review Wondersoul on iTunes and whatever platform you are listening to this episode. It helps out tremendously. You can find and listen to previous episodes on platforms, and platforms are going to be iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Anchor, Spotify, and Stitcher. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, you can email Wondersoul the email is wondersoul at gmail.com i always feel weird when i say the email because i i want to say you can email at wondersoul at gmail.com and that just sounds sounds dumb man um but uh if you have an instagram or twitter um then you can just look up wondersoul it's w-n-d-r-s-o-u-l 
We also have a Tumblr. We have a Twitch. Haven't been on there forever. Um, on Spotify, I just made a playlist just with music that I'm going to update daily that I'm listening to that other people have suggested to check out. So uh, go follow that. Just look up Wonder Soul, the playlist on Spotify and all that music goodness and stuff. And uh, details will be coming out probably next week, but uh, I'm going to start the first bit of wonder soul merch but yeah anyways that's gonna be it and um anyways thank you all again for listening to the episode do good take care and peace thank you for helping us reach over 2000 downloads your support means everything we hope to continue to grow and get better with every episode here is to 2000 more goodbye